Oh God, I was gonna say, one of the things that I really struggle with finding and making time for is like, and, and even struggle nowhere to look, and I think this would be a really kind of useful thing to get your opinion on, is research. So I think, I think especially in the implant community, there's a lot of people who kind of get their evidence from sources that they shouldn't be getting, or just uh -huh. kind of a certain person thinks, however misguided that might be. What, what do you do to keep up to date with research that's going on? And, you know, how could I kind of keep up to date with research? So I, I, well, for me, I'm quite a privileged position because I spent some of the money that we made as a clinic on a research coordinator who works three yeah. days a week. But where I would, I, I would go back to the ITI. Mm -hmm. If you have not read everything in Consensus Conference 6, read okay. it all. Okay. Okay. And it's, if you're a digital member of the ITI, it's all there for free. Okay. Um, just go, the, the Consensus Conference 6 has all the major questions in implant dentistry at the moment. Yeah. Based on systematic reviewed evidence, yeah. that's how we should be practicing until proven otherwise. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't done that, yeah. then that, then you have to do that first. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to somebody else on the phone today, and we were talking about the ITI because I wanted to know, you know, what's his thoughts on it, blah 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 blah. And one of the things he was saying is he kind of he's finding as he improves that he's finding that the ITI is too rigid for him, and maybe that they're, they're a little bit slower at kind of putting information on the things he's more kind of. <laughs> Um, because, because because they if, what he means by a little bit slower is 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 evidence based yeah yeah right uh -huh. so the person i don't know who it was don't tell me who it was yeah. the person who you were speaking to wants to be an immediate implant practitioner right that's what they were talking about yeah okay yeah so they want to do more immediates because they think there is a, a commercial advantage in immediate implant placement okay. that's why they want to do it right yeah. and they think it's better yeah and um, but they cannot show the data right. to prove that. Yeah. So they want to circumvent that pathway just uh -huh. to get to the bit they want that gives them a commercial advantage. Yeah. Right? There's, a, because there's a lot of the, idiots going on in the UK. I mean, I've, I've done zero so far, but... Um, in, in, their, in their practice, uh -huh. inverted commas, in case this is audio, I'm doing the inverted commas thing with my fingers. Okay. Um, in their practice, immediates work all the time. But of course, the amount of cognitive dissonance associated with statements like that is just insane, right? Right. And so, so you, so we have, if, if we have at our practice, we have placed as a group nearly ten thousand dental implants. Okay. So I've placed more than five thousand. Yeah. If immediate implants, and I think I've got the technical skills. Well, I do place immediates in right. certain cases. Yes. So I have got the skills, I think, to place them. Okay. So if if I if I thought that it was the best thing to do, don't you think that I would just be doing it all the time? Mm -hmm. And why would why am I not doing it? Mm -hmm. And I'm not doing it because it doesn't add up. It doesn't work in the in, in, you know in circumstances in like aesthetic cases, right? Mm -hmm. Anti aesthetic cases. Yeah, there, there is no long term data to say that it that it is stable. It yeah. just that we've done this. I had one of my guys do a masters on that subject. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But when you start to tell this story, people go, la, 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 I'm not listening, yeah. I'm not listening. I mean, I mean, I've, I've, seen, I've seen photographs on Facebook by a, a, a anonymous know, dentist. I've seen some amazing photographs of immediate work, and I think, wow, that would be yeah. difficult to recreate if I left it six weeks and came back. I mean, if I'm being honest, I mean, I've seen it. And, and the argument I've heard, the rebuttal to that statement I've heard from people is, that's right, all that research you're looking at was done with wider implants, 
you know, and what we now know is actually when you're placing narrower diameter implants into those sites, you don't have those same problems. And I, I saw a fantastic lecture by you, you know, on you showing your failures with immediate implants, which I thought was amazing. So, the, so that, that, that response to now we're, we've got a different design of implant that makes it better. Yeah. Is, there's a Scottish phrase that we would use to describe that, which is utter pish, right? Okay. And it's utter pish because, because if you've been in this game long enough, right? Yeah. You've seen everything come back round again. Okay. So, so, so this is the, I was just chatting to a guy, a guy who's a family dentist before this about, about courses. He wanted advice about what courses to do. And I put my first implant in when he was two, which is devastating to me. Oh. And, um, yeah. So we used to, we used to obliterate the sockets with white body implants. Because that was the answer, because that obliterated the socket and it got better integration. Yeah. So we went through that phase, then we went on to this, then we went on to narrower ones again, then we'll be back on wider ones again, then we'll be back on narrower ones again. Because if you change the rules, yeah. you can't compare it to before, right? Yeah, right? So if you change the rules and go, ah, well, Danny Busser did all his research on 4.1 millimeter implants, but I'm using 3.3, it's not comparable, right? Right, yeah. So it's not comparable. So you just do that. So the answer to that is always the same. You just go, it's no problem, just yeah. show me your five year data okay. and they can't yeah right and yeah. they can't yeah. and so the five-year data that we have and and they're talking about you know the stephen chen studies from on immediate implants where he battled immediate implants the implants were maybe in the wrong place and they were maybe a slightly different design and blah 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 blah. that's fine mm -hmm. just show me some better data okay but they can't yeah so you can't so you so you either have to say i'm doing this because it works in my own hands without yeah. evidence right or you're or you're evidence-based but you can't be both yeah Right. And so it's fine if you want to be off protocol and we all work off protocol at times and that's no yeah. problem. Yeah. But if you're off protocol all the time, mm -hmm. um, that's fine. Just collect your numbers. And then the, the, the guys that collect the numbers that show me the evidence that says the medics are better than what I'm doing, I will shake them by the hand. I will take the protocol. I will run it in my business. It's brilliant. Right. But until then, yeah. no, I'm not doing it. And because it seems to work, uh -huh. it's not good enough. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you're a bit more cautious about jumping into things. I'll never be the first to test anything. I'll wait until it. I, know, I did tons of being the first to test things 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I tested yeah. everything. Yeah. I was first on Membragel. I was first right. on bone ceramic. Yeah. I was first on TE implants. I had yeah. all the early market releases on all sorts of stuff, which right. didn't work. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, Membragel, God, I had the first Itero in the United Kingdom. God, yeah. it was horrendous. Um, I did all of that stuff first until I realized that that is a total ego game. Saying I didn't want to research this too much, one of the things I went back and started reading is your blog again. And I kept kicking myself. Uh, I used to read it all the time. And then I stopped when I got too busy. And I've started, I've started reading it again. And it's actually really, really interesting. Um, and one of the things I wanted to ask you from one of the blogs is, you know, what does success look like to you? So what do you think you'll look back on your career and think, yeah, that was successful and I'm happy with that? Or kind of what? What, what do you feel about success? Yeah, now, what dentistry is just a vehicle for trying to do the right thing, whatever I think the right thing is, to try and make a dent in society. Just a mm -hmm. tiny little dent, right? Mm -hmm. And so we have the why of our business, the why of our organisation, a la Simon Sinek, who set up years ago, and it is to positively, to positively influence as many people as possible through the work that we do and the yeah. example that we set. So if I get to the other end of this career, mm -hmm. life maybe, and okay. say, people say, no, you tried your best to do that. And that is good enough for me. Very good. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to keep up reading that blog like that patient of yours. There's <laughs> this, it actually, you know, it makes a lot of sense. And there's a lot of things that I think are really well put. So anyone who's not reading it, I, I definitely recommend it. One of the things that, so we talked about the ITI earlier on. Um, one of the things that they're doing at the moment is trying to get more women involved. And it's something that's been going on. It's a conversation that's being had since I've been in dentist, in implant dentistry, probably in dentistry as well, because it's not that long a time. Um, why do you think, it, what do you think needs to change about the culture in dentist, implant dentistry? Let's go with implant dentistry to make women feel more comfortable. Because the groups, you know, you've got these Facebook groups on, you know, women and implant dentistry, and they're really becoming popular now. What do you think it is that needs to change? It's not, a, it's not an implant dentistry issue. It's a societal issue and it's a, it's a surgical issue as okay. well. So it's an orthopedic surgery issue. It's a maxillofacial surgery issue. It's a general surgery issue. It's an oral yeah. surgery issue. But why, the reason this is important is because women are better surgeons in general. They make better surgeons, much, much better implant surgeons mm -hmm. because they're less, because of the genetic makeup, which is inherently different and some people don't like to say that, but it is. Okay. So women are more empathic, uh, they're more patient, they're less financially driven. Um, so they're, they're generally more ethical and caring, generally, mm -hmm. um, than men. And mm -hmm. so to have a balance in it, men have certain positive attributes as well, right? Yeah. But male surgeons and male implant surgeons attract, you know, implant surgery because of its financial returns and because of its profile attracts a certain type of individual. Yeah. And that, you know, that filters down and then to the end, you end up getting a distilled stereotype. And that, it's not going to work in the new world. It's not going to work at all. You need to people to, to, you need a broad spectrum of people involved in that of all, you know, ages, races, creeds, cultures, sexes. It's yeah. got to just represent a new society. And, and so that's why it's a bigger discussion about whether positive discrimination works or not. Right. Because, okay. you know, women in implant dentistry, that's positive discrimination. So I'm not allowed in that group, you know, because yeah. I'm not a woman. Well, one of the things and, I want to ask you is because I don't want to just ask women, you know, the women I interview, why do you think there's a problem with, you know, getting women into it? Because actually that's just, that's discrimination in itself, isn't it? I, I, I am. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, look, it's, 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 it's just, I don't, I don't see a lot of active discrimination against women. Um, no. Well, but, um, but there's, but there's a low, and, and then implant dentistry. Yeah. But there's a low lying, there's, there's a, there's a, there is a, masculine supremacy thing isn't there there is a culture isn't there hard I think to break and, and you know there's a culture in surgery and surgeons as you were talking about before um and even if you look at i think even if you look at the iti and they do some amazing things you know if you look at some of the social things on the calendar it's golf and cycling right yeah <laughs> although know. there's lots of lady cyclists but yeah, uh, no, but but yeah. yes yes yeah. so so how do you change that well how do you change the culture, so there, how do you change the culture? So, so the way you do that is, yeah. is, is i'm going to big ourselves up a little bit is, is is someone called beatrice sanchez who is my who is my right hand woman at work so she is someone that we took from uh, who wanted to be an implant surgeon who'd never placed an implant who's now been developed she's brilliant but she's developed in conjunction with us and now she's a right woman and then angela cowell who started work with us in the last few weeks who is a female surgeon now i didn't appoint them because they were women i just appointed them because they were the best applicants for the yeah. job yeah. right and so you know beatrice is is just onto her second she just recently delivered the second baby um and so she's got two 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 kids and um so you could not appoint her you know however many years ago because she was going to have kids or you could appoint her and support her 
Right. And then once she'd had her kids, she'd be enormously loyal and brilliant. So, so these guys, that that's how you change it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 so you so you give the jobs to the people who are the best people for the job. Yeah. Uh, and 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 so I think that's what moves. And then you, yeah, support initiatives like women in dentistry and support initiatives like you know bold forty-eight-year-olds in dentistry as well. If you want to support mm -hmm. that, you know, yeah, or whatever. You know, there is not a bold implant society, which I think is horrendously discriminatory. Yeah, fair enough. With Charlotte coming into the ITI and taking over the world thing, what do you want to see? In, in the ITI for the next five years, what do you think is the direction it should move in? More of the same, or do you think they need to innovate, change in any way? I think I think before um, before we found ourselves in the current global situation that we're in, yeah, I think there's a huge opportunity for Charlotte to make a massive difference. It's a big deal for the ITI appointing Charlotte Stillwell. That's a big deal, right? And there's lots of people inside the ITI who would have resisted that. At a global yeah. level yeah so first uk practitioner first dane first woman um big lots of starts and she she is an extraordinary individual who yeah. would have created an extraordinary wave of change to the ITI, which would have only benefited it to be inclusive as a global organization mm -hmm. and how much ability she'll have to do that over the next two to three years yeah i think that will be reduced she'll not i think she's been i think her start date has been pushed back a little bit um okay. Uh, you'll need to confirm that with her when you speak to her, but I think, and right, rightly, I think that gives her a better chance. But yeah. I think what it'll have to get is back on a more steady financial footing, you know, because yeah. uh, I think it'll be impacted on that. Um, but, I, but I hope that she gets the opportunity to put into position uh, uh -huh. people in the organisation who are um, progressive um, and who can move implant dentistry along from what, you know, guys who started off in, the, in such great but it's such great position but it needs to be moved on into a more modern time and i think probably to the degree carry on the work that's been done with stephen chen yeah stephen chen is, is a brilliant man uh, yeah. and he is an inclusive guy and he would have been in large part responsible i think for recommending charlotte for her position so i think he i think his great work will be carried on and enhanced by charlotte and i hope she gets a chance to do that okay so. yeah no very interesting well thank you very much man that's amazing Thank you.